Laughter and a joyful heart are like good medicine. Welcome to my brand new show. A new kind of comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 26 of Laugh About It with Sade Champagne on KJBU 99.3 FM. I am your host, Sade Champagne, and this is a brand new radio show that I have created, directed, and executive produced here on KJBU 99.3 FM radio in Oxnard. And of course, yes, that's me singing the theme song written by me and executive produced by Alberto Morello Hernandez and the Quakes. I'll share with you more about me a little later in the episode. It's time to introduce our special guest live in the studio with us, professional stand-up comedian, Ralph Guerra. <laughs> yes. That's all wake I want. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake, wake, wake up out of your sleep. Oh my God, that's so over the top, it's incredible. He is a first-generation immigrant born and raised in Los Angeles. He has been doing stand-up comedy for 14 years. He wrote for seasons one and two of Comedy Central's Trip Tank. He performs on stages all around the U.S., has been featured on Comedy Central, MTV, and Twitch TV, Ralph Guerra. Hello, man. <laughs> Did you expect that type no, of introduction? No, <laughs> that introduction was like, I wish every time I entered a room it was that introduction. So that's what you just got to play. It's yeah. the beginning of this episode. Go back and play it and you need to remember who you are. Yeah. That w you are so bomb. Right, right. It, w whenever I go to like an Applebee's and they, they call my number, I'm like, no, no, you didn't say the whole thing. You have to say that. I'm just, you have to say it like this too. Where are your air horns? I'm so excited to see you. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Oh, fantastic. I am so excited to have you as a special guest on Laugh About It with Sade Champagne. Special guest, not just a guest. No, you are special. Yes. And special in the right kind of way, not yes. special like how it meant when we were growing up. Right, 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 right. <laughs> yes. You were one of the first people that I invited to be um, a guest on my show when it was only a month old in mm -hmm. February. 
Wow. Yeah. Man. And I remember when we met, and we're going to talk more about that. And so this show is a new kind of comedy where we feature special and celebrity guests, comedians, and funny entertainers like yourself. Mm-hmm. Live in the studio, we share funny and encouraging stories, hear hilarious memories from the listeners, hear good news stories, play music, and more. I don't know if you knew this or not, but as a comedian, you are a superhero without the cape doing the good Lord's work. Wow. That's 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 a lot better than what most people <laughs> say. That's a lot better than what my family thinks. I'm going to tell my mom that I'm a, I'm a superhero without the cape. Mom. That's right. And be so, like, and I'm doing the good Lord's work. Yeah. So are you going to are you going to give me that seventy five dollars or not? <laughs> And almost like every few episodes, I always go back to sharing with people all the benefits of laughter because they forget like how Mm -hmm. good it is for us because, you know, we get too cool for school. We were just talking about, you know, I go to a lot of shows in L.A., Long Beach Mm -hmm. and the surrounding areas. And me and my mom be like, we should have brought all our friends with us because these crowds, Mm -hmm. they do not be having no fun. Mm -hmm. And you were like, because they're too cool for school. Too cool for school. (laughs) They they think like they have other things to do, but they don't. They don't. They just want to like. They just want to go home yeah. and put on their comfy pants. Yeah. And and watch uh, uh, Emily in Paris. Or whatever. <laughs> I'm like, you got to get back to laughing. So, have you always been a funny person? And when did you first discover your passion for comedy, Ralph? Uh, I would say I've always been a pretty silly guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably I was like really, really, really young. Mm-hmm. I figured out like it's like easy to make kids laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Uh, once I figured that out, and then uh, I wanted to make the teachers laugh. Like, mm-hmm. if I can make a teacher laugh, I was yeah. like, oh, that's it. I, now yeah. I get it. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm smart enough to yeah. do that. Uh-huh. Um, and when did you first discover your passion for comedy? Was it around that time or I a little was later? It's probably about 12 or 13. Yeah. Um, you know, we were talking about, uh, you know, Def Jam earlier. And I was yes. Like, so one of my favorite comics growing up was like Martin Lawrence. Oh, my goodness, yes. So, uh, and it, it was, because I think growing up, it it was tough to find uh, comedians that you could relate to, because mm-hmm. um, like uh, most of the like the Comedy Central presents and and specials back then were just kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, old old Italian men from the East Coast yeah. talking about their wife and kids. Like I couldn't relate. Yeah, yeah. I was like, not that I could relate very much with Martin Lawrence, <laughs> but I was like, at least it's super funny. Yes, yeah. And he had a lot of energy. And yes. I, was like, I always loved that. So, yeah. Um, yeah. It wasn't until like. Uh, 2003 2004 when i was like oh wow this is like mm-hmm. now now i'm starting to like relate to guys like uh i've watched like daniel tosh and like mm-hmm. pablo francisco and like yeah. dane cook like the early internet comedians. yes and it was like whoa this is yeah this is this is awesome and it sparked like something in your heart yeah i, I then i knew i wanted to do stand-up comedy when i was like 13 mm. and then uh and then i finally got on stage when i was 19. wow i love that and so share with us a couple of your funniest memories. It can be from just growing up. It can be from on stage. I know we're going to talk about mm-hmm. one of the funny moments when I met you, but any funny moments that you want to share? Uh, so uh, so probably one of the craziest uh, shows I've ever had. I, I performed at a strip club in uh, Chatsworth. <laughs> Uh, and you no and Sean knew. Grant, y'all are two of the people. I, only oh, yeah. two of the people I knew that have me, performed in strip clubs. Sean, me and Sean will do any show. We'll do any show. That's what he said. We've done. We've done every show. So many times, me and Sean are in the back, just like, what are we doing? Here? Well, we gotta go. Yeah, probably be at a circus with like things oh, yeah. spinning around and yeah. falling from the sky. Yeah, we're just like we were like bouncing balls, like we're the elephants. 
I was at a strip club in, in Chatsworth yeah. and no one knew there yeah. was there was a comedy show. Yeah. Uh I've just the the DJ who uh you have a great DJ voice by the way. Thank you. But he so he brought this girl was like killing it to party like a rock star. Yeah. She's and just keep it, it family friendly for Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be family friendly. <laughs> okay, good. She's killing it to party like a rock star. <laughs> and uh and then the the, the the DJ goes, all right everyone, give it up for Lexus, Lexus <laughs> and then he just goes and your comedian, Ralph Guerra. And then just hands me a microphone. No, he didn't. Yeah, he just didn't even give me the DJ Child. voice. Mm-mm. So he needed to actually do what I did for you yeah, earlier. Yeah, exactly. He was uh-uh. he was like he was like DJ Coastal at one point. Yeah. But then when he t- was talking to me, his name yeah. was, he was just Dale. He's like, here you go. <laughs> here you go. Here's your microphone. Uh, go, make, go make these people laugh. Your voices are so funny, too. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm performing, and it's just yeah. like, no no guy in there knows what's going on. Yeah. I'm just I'm just a clown wearing a Banana Republic shirt. <laughs> trying to hold on trying to hold on to the pole and then like slide. I was like, oh I got this is You gonna slip and hurt yourself. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Yeah, and- that was that was ridiculous. <laughs> what about from when you were growing up or anything in your life or maybe even how your parents and family responded when they found out you wanted to do comedy? You know, my my mom always thought I was real silly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um I, I par- she always tells she tells every girl I ever bring yeah. over this story. Yeah. So I don't know why. Yeah. Um she's like one one time I left uh she's like she left her keys um, mm-hmm. in the car. They were locked. Yeah. And uh I was like three or four years old. Yeah. And I walk I'm like walking up to the door and I'm like holding uh, uh a coat hanger and I'm just like I'm like banging the coat hanger against yeah. the door. She's like uh, my mom, she's from she's from Honduras, so she had this like heavy accent. She's okay. like, "Rafi, what are you doing, Rafi?" <laughs> and I'm like, oh, "I'm just gonna open this door up." And she's like, "Where did you learn that, Rafi?" I was like, "Back in Chicago." I'm like, what? <laughs> this kid's three years old. When is he in Chicago? <laughs> when, when did this kid go to Chicago? <laughs> so you've been acting and oh, yeah. impersonating since then. I've been a weirdo for, for years. <laughs> well, it looks good on you Thank and you. it's working great. Thank you. <laughs> oh my goodness. So comedy is so cathartic. Laughing is cathartic. You know, it helps to decrease people's stress levels. It's mm-hmm. been shown to like help their to level out their blood pressure. Just so many great benefits. It's mm-hmm. great for people's relationships. Because yeah. think about it. You laugh more together, yeah. then it really diffuses situations. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean that <laughs> Laughter, I mean, scientific. It's it's yeah. a release of tension. Yes. that's really what it is. Yes, it's exactly what it is. And yes. comedy is yeah. you're building the tension and then you're releasing it. Yes, and then I think in life, yes. you know, you're you're they're tense every day, and, and yes. then all of a sudden, you know, you yeah, you, you some, see someone slip on a banana. I don't know what makes people <laughs> laugh, but uh, you do know what people yeah. make people laugh because you do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, but yeah. That's yeah. It's 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 incredible. It's, yeah, uh, it's a it's very it's very fulfilling. Yes, and it's like you can remember things that are. And then maybe it's because I'm like a. I don't want to say I'm a comedy purist because mm. that sounds really bougie, but I am like a true comedy fan and supporter. And so you'll remember funny things that were said or that someone did, mm-hmm. and it's like it just comes back to you and it brings that laughter all over again. Right. And I don't know if some people don't experience that these days because their attention span be so quick and they be mm-hmm. ready to move to the next thing but i really like to enjoy and soak things in and so with this show that was so important we wanted to provide space for more laughter more joy more playfulness because things are so serious and i'm like y'all mm-hmm. just calm down take yeah. a deep breath <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah oh my gosh yeah. just take a deep breath please <laughs> and so tune in live every week on wednesdays here at 11 a.m pacific standard time although i got a great big announcement about the show tomorrow after that new episode and so the episodes do re-air throughout the week on the station and then also they're available to download and stream on 
Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple, Apple Music, and Amazon as well. So you share with us um, around the time that you got into comedy. So go a little bit more details into mm-hmm. how you first got into it and when you knew you wanted to pursue it professionally. Was it the, obviously you said you dreamed about it or mm-hmm. knew around age 13. Right. How did you get into it? Like actually being on stage right. or doing the skits and then knowing like this is what I want to do. Right. So I think it was in high school when I was like at a uh, I was at a crossroads where I had to decide like what mm-hmm. I wanted to do. And, yeah. and part of me was I was going to join the Air Force. Okay. I, was like, I was like locked in. I was like, I'm going to join the Air Force because yeah. I'm, I'm going to join the bomb squad. Yeah. And like for some reason, I thought yeah. that was that would be my calling. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, and I was I was I was I was right about to sign up, right about to sign up. Yeah. And then uh, my my girlfriend at the time talked me out of it. She said, mm-hmm. no, you should just do. Um, you should just do comedy and, uh, yeah. So I stopped doing it and that, and you know, we were just, we were overseas like fighting wars. I had no idea what this job was going to do. It was EOD, which is like, you know, disarming explosives. Oh my goodness. So, uh, and this is before the Hurt Locker. This is before any of that. I've even knew like what was going on. Uh Um, so now I just bomb on stage. So it's it's perfect. My life is is come full circle, um, but no. And then uh, um, once once I decided yeah. against that, then I just jumped straight into mm-hmm. um, you know I do open mics and, yeah. and you know going on random shows. Yeah. And, um, you know, just uh, like you already there. established to us that you would perform anywhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I was never afraid to go on stage. I, yeah. It, it's uh, it's it was, and I always knew I was funny, but it was it was learning the yeah. Because being funny, being a funny person and being a good comedian could be two different things. Mm, mm-hmm. Like some people aren't funny at all. Right. Uh, but they're just really skilled. Mm, um, that makes sense. Really skilled comedians. So they, yeah. can, they know how to make people laugh. And, right. And this. so I had to like learn the, you know, the, the X's and O's of that. Yeah. It is an actual skill set. You know, I always joke because people assume because I love comedy so much and with this radio show, they're like, well, you know, you're going to find yourself being a comedian. I was like, I will say, I think I'm a little bit funnier now because I'm around so many funny people mm-hmm. and it's just rubs off yeah. on you but still it's an actual skill and talent that I have so much respect for you know and I already told them I was like I know me it's like if I get ready and I'm on stage and I'm not getting those laughs forget comedy I'm gonna start singing mm-hmm. and I'm gonna yeah. do yeah, exactly. one of my other talents no you guys will yeah. work your way out of it and you will muscle it and do what you need to do yeah. not me yeah. you know and so I'm not a real comedian and you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that you're I'm just gonna sing that's it forget yeah. it I'm like I don't have to do this I will I will get your attention yeah you change careers <laughs> mid Bitch set. <laughs> All right, I'm a singer now. They're and like, people okay. are like, they're like, no, but that's good because yeah. then you can, you know, then you can get there. T- I'm like, no, because yeah. if it's actual comedy, you got to be able to make them laugh and mm-hmm. find out when this is not working. You cannot squirm your way out of it like I would. I'm gonna take your <laughs> advice. Next time I'm not doing well on stage, I'm just gonna bust out my tap shoes. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm just gonna stare at people in their eyes until they laugh. <laughs> You're so silly. If you're a comedian interested in being a guest on the show, please reach out to me via social media. Instagram, I am S-A-D-E-C-H-A-M-P-A-G-N-E. Facebook, Sade Champagne. Twitter, Sade Champagne. Or email, Sade Champagne Music at gmail.com. And the same goes for musical artists who would like to submit their music to be played on the show. And that's been one of the funnest things about this show is that not only am I able to feature like mm-hmm. well-known established comedians like yourself, but also people that are just up and coming, you know, and the same with musical artists too, because it can be so hard and people spend so much money that they don't have for promo mm-hmm. and to get any type of support. And I knew on my platforms, I didn't want to do that, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, that's awesome. I yeah. mean, especially, you know, I, I could only imagine doing something like this, you yeah. know, you know, a couple years in, it would have been, you know, it would 
it, it really just kind of they're like little reminders to be like you're doing the right thing yes you're, you're on the right path yes and people need it because we know how difficult it is being in the entertainment industry and so many times we can get our worth wrapped up in those things you know and mm-hmm. so like i think she's not a comedian but i was listening to coco jones and she was talking about how she just knew like after disney channels let it shine and all that she was doing she's like my career is going to take off yeah. i'm about to be doing it it's big and then she had a lot of things that were set up but you know how it can be yeah. you can book something you can be told you're going to do it you can be like set in stone and then boom oh, yeah. it's done and then so she went through like a head trip and was like was tying her identity and her worth mm, into yeah. that and she had to be like okay no she's like first off it humbled me but secondly it was like don't base who you are on what opportunities you get right. but mm-hmm. being reminded of what you have to offer and you value and just base it on that like right. i'm selling this talent i'm selling this skill but not me you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah I w- my uh, rule of thumb is nothing's real until the check is cash <laughs> You know, the amount of smoke that people blow, it's yes. just like, you're just like, I like yeah. promise you the world. Mm-hmm. Everyone has promised me the world. It's like, yeah, you know, and then there's just no commitment. I, I, feel, mm-hmm. like, I feel like most women, <laughs> I feel like most women <laughs> promise me the world, no commitment. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Ring me up, Hollywood. <laughs> so, Ralph, tell us about the process of how you write your jokes and develop your comedy stories. And then if you want to, I know it's kind of a separate question, but in the same vein. And also how you do this with your skits mm-hmm. as well, too. Uh, you know, I, I'm very uh, I'm very conversational. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm when I perform, it's very much just mm-hmm. to the audience mm-hmm. in front of me. That's yeah. that's my that's how I've always done it. It's mm-hmm. like it's, I want to create a moment for yeah. the people who, you know, paid money or maybe they didn't they're yeah. just like looking for they're mm-hmm. they're they're looking at me so mm. it's my job to entertain yeah. them yeah um and so i from like writing jokes honestly just comes from life i'll just be mm. yeah. randomly i'll just be talking to someone and and yeah and that'll spur a memory that i had i'm like oh my god yeah. that, and then i re- relive the memory and i was oh that that was hilarious and then yeah. like, write it down on my phone and mm. then uh, mm-hmm. and then i'll just like i i, I, I won't even write it uh, yeah. fully out i like to just perform it and wow. just see what happens yeah and then i'll you know go back and listen to it and be like okay i could change that change that yeah i can get into it quicker this way or mm. or i can do this or, or yeah. do this i could add i could add an oppression here or, yeah. or whatever it is yeah um and for the skits it's just like it's just it's just the wackiest <laughs> stuff i'm just like whenever i like watch tv if you see me and like i'll yeah. watch like um, yeah. anything with like an accent or whatever yes. or a silly voice yeah like i'm all i'm all just constantly just like impersonating it impersonating, i love it impersonating. <laughs> so it's like super fun just yes to, like, mess around and then you'll just p- pick a scenario like your newest video that right. you did that i was cracking up i have watched yeah. it at least like six seven mm-hmm. times and i'm not even ashamed to say that yeah. because that's what comedy's mm-hmm. for and yeah so. when, I'm, when i'm chris hi, hey janet it's chrissy <laughs> i could close my eyes and i put it i comment on the video too i was like the voice your mannerisms the mm-hmm. story is yeah just, yeah wow. they, be- they better open up this home goods or i'll <laughs> open it for them <laughs> Bust a little B and E for some R and R, you know. <laughs> and then when you did <laughs> on your stories, and you had you with the oh, yeah. with the um towel, the towel on your head, yeah, that's my and you hair. started acting like uh-huh. like a really delicate mm-hmm. like mom. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that Reba McIntyre song. Yes. Single mom will work two jobs. <laughs> So silly. Uh, and I just was like, you weren't even saying anything. Right, yeah. And that was still so funny. Whew. So uh, what is the one of the biggest misconceptions that someone may have about your career or slash being a comedian? 
Um, you know, I think uh, I think whenever like I'll go and and, and travel and, and and do stuff and you mm-hmm. know feature for my friends and stuff. I think people mm-hmm. think it's like, oh man, I bet you guys are freaking having a great time and you know, mm-hmm. uh, 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 you know, you guys are partying crazy and like. Yeah. At, at one point, I think I was, but now I'm yeah. just like it's it's after the show. You know, we just freak. You know, we just. Yeah. Get some snacks and just like yeah, watch chill. just watch uh, <laughs> Naked and Afraid. <laughs> just literally just watching yeah. naked people yeah. and, and we're just like eating Cheez-Its. Like that's that's what after yeah. shows are have, have yeah. become. It's uh yeah. I try not to get in too much trouble these days. Right. And I think too, like I went through a phase um, I'm I'm very much a square, but I went through a phase of like in your early 20s when you go and want to go to the clubs and I just like to dance and have mm-hmm. fun with my friends and people would automatically assume because I'm having so much fun that I'm actually drinking, but I'm right. not. Mm-hmm. But that got old real fast of like being in those environments. Right. And so, so I, I think- picked up the bottle and started <laughs> slamming it, slamming it in my car before I went to the clubs. You're so silly. And so, you know, people will assume, like you said, with being in the spotlight or, or mm-hmm. being on public, you know, a public figure that that's what is going on. It's like afterwards, you just like you said, mm-hmm. we're going here, we're going there. And I'm probably sure depending on like if you got booked, like, say, Hawaii or somewhere like sure, that, yeah. it's a little different. Oh, yeah. But just like in general, you're like, uh-uh, we're gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to decompress, relax. If I'm in Dubuque, Iowa, I'm, yes. I'm not going out. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Take us through any pre-show routines that you have. Um, let's see. So, uh, I usually I'll slam a Red Bull, mm-hmm. uh, just to get me I'll slam a Red Bull. I'll stare in the mirror and be like, yeah. you're enough. You're enough. Yeah. You're enough. Yeah. Um, after I do that, uh, honestly, I like to remember mm-hmm. who I was at 13 mm. and, uh, and just to kind of humble myself and mm. be like, wow, you're like doing it. Like yeah. you're, you're about to get called on stage and you're about mm-hmm. to perform for, you know, X amount of people. And, yeah. And like you're doing it. So it's like just a, yeah. that, just a moment to just be like, um, to yeah. really like just soak it all in before, before yeah. you go up. Yeah. Do you also go and look at the audience and maybe like see like how the crowd is or do yeah. you like to be surprised or maybe yeah. it depends? I like to take a, I, I like to take a little, uh, yeah. um, a little gander. Just, just, uh, I, I can tell with certain audiences. Yeah. Like, okay. They'll. I'll I'll I'll, I'll uh, mix my setup yeah. like, accordingly. It's like, oh, yeah. they like the they like this stuff or they'll, they'll yeah. like that stuff. So uh, yeah, I do. I definitely like to get a little view of them. Right. How has com- how much has comedy and the industry changed since you began fourteen years ago? I noticed that there's a lot more <clears throat> younger people doing it. Mm-hmm. Like when I first started, there weren't that many mm-hmm. um, younger people, um, which so I gravitated towards. Yeah. Um, people that were my age and right. now I feel like it's so much like people mm-hmm. are people are getting in it earlier and earlier yeah and they're just getting funnier and funnier like quicker yeah um yeah you know it's that that was that was a nuts thing um for yeah me to, to notice yeah that makes a lot of sense I know I had Phil Medina yesterday and he was like oh man Ralph Carrier tell mm-hmm. him I said hi mm-hmm. and so he was saying how he noticed that um with he was at him and his um, friend Big Citric and a couple of comedians were doing a show. I forgot where it was. I don't know if it was Reno or somewhere recently. But he said he noticed how they had like booked this huge TikToker for the show, mm-hmm. and the on the um yeah. the the influencer saw them and was kind of like you know mm, like this I am this do you know who I am and was right. like kind of not paying them no dust you right. know and so then um and this person was huge you know right. and obviously can imagine they paid them a good amount of money thinking mm-hmm. you're gonna bring this to the show and said that literally it was like crickets yeah. in there 
and I was shook, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm, I shouldn't be surprised, but I was shook. And then it's so he's like, and then we come in, we pack out a show of where we don't even know these people. Mm-hmm. And then of course, you know, have a great time. And afterwards, you know, this TikToker was like, Hey, yeah. you know, and oh, like yeah. obviously treated them much differently. Mm-hmm. But we were talking about how interesting that is that people will automatically assume because someone has a big following on social media, right. that it means they're going to have a big in-person following. Right. That's a, it, it, the, the <laughs> TikTok has, has opened, uh, new avenues for yeah. people to, to well they'll get very famous very quickly yeah and, but they're like you know like we were talking about earlier how yeah. much it's like it's a separate skill so right. they haven't learned the skill yet so right. that takes time to 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 get um, yeah i mean even like when ti was, was yeah. doing comedy like you yeah know, he was he was having a tough time because he yeah. was you know he would close his jokes out and be like mm-hmm. i'm not a comedian i'm a yes. i'm a what do you say i'm not a comedian i'm a superstar and yeah. he thought that would be like a big yeah. people would clap and they're just like no man <laughs> just, will, you, will you you know yeah. will, you, will you do rubber band man or yes. you know it's like yes um but yeah everything takes it, it takes time like everyone has to pay their dues yes i think who's doing a really great job of this is stephen ho and how he partnered oh, yeah. with jack jr mm-hmm. and to be able to learn from him and then obviously jack can learn from him with the social media aspect yeah and then they are really killing it and he's learning so much like what is it like to put a set together right. even like watching what jack do do what he does and i'm right. like this is what would be great to see more of that right so yeah he's that's a, that's a perfect he's actually working with jack yes. and they're they 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 make a good team yes. as opposed to you know the guy that phil was talking about yeah um who's very you know uh yeah you know standoffish and yeah. whatever it's yeah. like well you know you're gonna you're gonna yeah. sink yeah you know you you know you can swim with us or you can sink on your own right and that's a better attitude to have anyways is to see how we can support one another mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. So what are some words of encouragement? You kind of went into this already, but what are some cur- words of encouragement and wisdom that you mm-hmm. want to share with aspiring comedians, you know, musicians, right. up and coming entertainers? Uh, definitely, um, you know, you really want to stay as true to yourself as possible. Mm-hmm. You know, truth is comedy is, is, yeah. is old as, yeah. as old as that is. Um, but it's honestly, it's it's you want to, the best jokes I've ever written are the ones that yeah. I I think are funny. Yeah. And then I'm just selling the other people. On right. It. As opposed, a lot. Of, I think when you start off doing comedy, you're like, what what's what's funny? Like, what do yeah. people think is funny? It's like yeah. you just have to do what you think is funny, mm. and then go up with as much confidence as possible, and yeah. just deliver it. Yeah. It's just executing it. Mm, that's good. And I think too, like one of the things that's I love about you as well is you have jokes and your storytelling that are going to be timeless. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not just things that are only for current. Right. And where okay it'll be great at this time and not to, and I understand why people would do that because you're kind of trying to you're yeah. trying to pick and choose like okay what can I do to grab someone's attention for now but also I know I need to be able to keep it and so but things that you share are you know content and jokes that we're going to be able to go back to and I'm like oh my gosh that's still funny right, right. you know as mm-hmm. opposed to it's only for this particular time right <clears throat> and so also um how do you handle hecklers dead air um <clears throat> audience members not paying attention or maybe even jokes that flop right um uh, you know, get a lot of I, hecklers are, are everywhere. Um, yeah, I forgot who who said it, but mm-hmm. uh, the 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 rule of thumb for that is you can you can shear a sheep as many times as you want, but you can only skin it once. Yeah. So there's a there's a point where you're messing around with a heckler and you're being yeah. You know, you you're 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 having a little jabs, but there's a point where you can go too far. Mm-hmm. And once you go too far and the audience goes, "Oh, wow." Mm-hmm. That that was uncalled for. Then yeah, yeah. then you can't get anyone back and then you lost everything. Mm. Um yeah. I mean, a lot of times, you know, you're not at a comedy club or they don't have a security to, to 
to yeah. support him out. So you're really on your own. So yeah, it, yeah. So um, for the most part, it's it's uh, uh, I'll I'll play with them, but uh, yeah. it gets to a point where if it's affecting the show and it's yeah. affecting everyone who you know paid to see or, yeah. or just want to see a good show, it's like yeah. right, well you know yeah gotta go right you know, sorry yeah you do such a great job of that too because when i say first saw you live and obviously the situation with the lady who just was like oh, just yeah. too so and that's the hard thing too right. because obviously that's how these places are making their money right is off of people getting alcohol but then it's also like come on y'all know this person done had too much yeah. you know and it's gonna begin to affect the show mm-hmm. you know um and so the way you handled that was i thought was so brilliant because you were you know still kind with it and, and a mm-hmm. little bit putting her into the show but when you got to that point and yeah. you were just like i'm not paying her no dust yeah. and i'm gonna let the club take care of it mm-hmm. and you don't know, ended up being escorted out but yeah. you stay true and focused on what you came there to do yeah yeah that was yeah i mean and i think uh, advice for audience members is like don't get so hammered that you can't even you can barely <laughs> even sit down yes and like people are like propping you up that's right. probably and also don't sit in the front yes too. yeah like make it where it's easy to kick kick yourself out like yeah i thought that was for people at home anyways when they want to get like that drunk and stuff like do that at home with your loved ones don't be out in public i've never been yeah i I, i've like for me to be that yeah i've like i don't know what like goes through someone's mind when they're like i'm gonna drink so much and then yeah have to sit in a chair for an hour and a half yeah and have someone (laughs) be witty and like write jokes and like perform jokes like to me yeah every time i'm drunk i don't i want to be just like dancing You like find a different place instead yeah. of here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You guys are in the wrong spot. <laughs> and what about like maybe a joke that doesn't go the direction that you want it to go or kind of flops? Will you um, wor- rework that joke later on and yeah. see, or will you just go in a different direction while you're on stage? What does that look yeah, like? Yeah, if I, I tell a joke that doesn't do well and it's brand new, then yeah. I kind of want to, um, you know, I, I'll, I'll try it a few more times because maybe yeah. you know maybe it was maybe it's the audience, maybe it's this, and if it's not yeah. the audience and it's it's still bombing, then I'll. Yeah. I'll just shelve it. And yeah. I was just like, I don't, I won't put too much time into it. Yeah. Um, I'll shelve it and I'll just revisit with like fresh eyes later. But okay, mm. let me rework it now with, with this. Yeah you know, uh, mm-hmm. point perspective. That makes a lot of sense. So one of my favorite sayings now is WWCD. What would a comedian do? Mm-hmm. So tell us about a time when you took an embarrassing, cringy or tragic moment and you somehow found humor in it. Um, let's see. Uh, you know, I feel like it's most, most funerals I go to, mm-hmm. uh, the, it'll be very tense. It'll be mm-hmm. very sad. And it's just like, you just, I just feel it in the air. Like this tension needs to be released. Um, and, I should see you now. Yeah, and you know whatever you know what whether it's you know you yeah. I'll uh, I'll say a few words, but I'll, I'll pick up the microphone and it'll yeah. be like backwards yeah. and like just just that just a little yeah. just that little that little tiny yeah. joke yeah. where people are 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 so you know in in such a different headspace yeah you can really like. Yeah. You know, uh, ease the room and, and, and mm. ease the tension and just have everyone just have like a big laugh. So it's yeah. like that kind of stuff where it's just like, you know, yeah. just whenever when it, I, I don't know, this may be this may be bad. Uh, yeah. Uh, but whenever someone's like really going through it. Yeah. And like, you know, just trying a little joke, just yeah. a little thing to see if you can. <laughs> but I, I feel like someone's going to. I feel like people are going to be like, uh, like they're just they're They've already told like their kid they're getting a divorce. Yeah. And the kid's just like sitting there disassociating. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, the dad's like, oh, well, you know, you can't win them all. Or like, 
<laughs> it's like, is that supposed to be funny? <laughs> Only y'all can do that, though, you know? Yeah. And it's like, that will remind me. And that's why I came up with that saying, like, WWCD, because I'm like, man, I'm like, what would one of my favorite comedian friends do right now? I'd be like, because life is really trying to clown me. Mm-hmm. And like, but that somehow they could turn this moment into something funny. So I'm going to be all right. Right. You know? Right. Does, <laughs> that, does that happen to you? Like, do you, have, do you remember something where you're like, oh, you're, I don't know, waiting in line at Chipotle and yeah. someone like, you know, skips you or whatever. You're like, I wonder what Sean Grant would do. <laughs> Well, now my phone's been doing this thing where it's just like you could be talking to somebody about something and somehow the uh, it starts recording what you're doing oh and gosh, like send you. It just turns you into a, uh, a freaking uh, like, an FBI and informant. And it sounds like I'm texting and it'll like I could be texting someone else or have text that person and somehow my phone thinks I'm trying to send a voice memo and I could be have been saying something that's like private or personal. Yeah. And so I'm just like, well, that was nice and embarrassing. Wow. Yeah. And I'm glad I have it recorded. <laughs> And I just am like, you know, this is really cringy, but just, and no, thankfully I don't say anything about anybody. I don't have any business, but it's still like embarrassing stuff. It's like that feeling where you, (laughs) you're, I don't know if you've ever done this, but yeah, before cell phones, you're like on landlines or whatever. I was like, I, I would, I would call, uh, I was calling a friend to talk trash about the other friend, but I was talking to them. (laughs) Yeah. Taylor sucks, man. But hey, I'm Taylor. And I was like, I know, right? Did I say you? I meant So I yeah. just think to myself, I'm like, okay, how how would how would Ralph handle this? You know what? Right. It's gonna be all right. Hang yeah. in there. Cause, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause you had some very funny, embarrassing, cringy stuff. And I was like, if he could somehow turn this into a joke and he and he lived to see another day, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be all right too. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> if I uh, if I made it out of a strip club in Chatsworth, California, <laughs> I can make it out of anywhere. So I want to share how I first became a fan of yours and now consider you to be a friend, um, how we met and some of my favorite things about you. So first saw you live and I'm excited to go to one of your shows again soon. I'm going to surprise you. So in February at Max Meals comedy show at the Grape and Ventura. And so first off, that was like some the best $15 I spent in a long time. Mm-hmm. It was, as I told you when we met, it was worth way more than that. Mm-hmm. And so you came out on there on stage and obviously you've been watching what's been going around. Yeah. And so you came out on there and it was just like the energy just totally shifted in such a great way. And then just hearing your storytelling, mm-hmm. your voices that you do, <laughs> you, and then the way that you talk about how people perceive you versus like your culture and who you right. really are. And uh-huh. then they end up saying stuff they don't have no business. Mm-hmm. And, then <laughs> mm-hmm. and then you have to put them on blast. It just And then your relational things that you share, it just was like so funny and just like was cracking me up. Oh, and I you. just was like, <laughs> and it was funny because you were trying to hook me up with the guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this was, guy was by himself. It's like, so sad. I know you said that. You was like, shut it. And I was like. Yeah, I was like, come on, help him out. This guy, oh, man, he was so sad. Everything I, I was like. Yeah. At least he was at a comedy show, though. He was at a comedy show. Yeah, Yeah, he was, he was talking, oh, he was, he was talking about his own depression. Yes. Oh, boy. Yeah. And I was, and like, you're like the opposite of depression to me. (laughs) Thank Uh, you. I was like, you guys, you guys would work really well to balance each other out. (laughs) I I think you need to be a little bit more sad, all right? He's so like Michael Ladochi because when right. he invited me, he invited me to a show for my birthday, and me and my mom, of course, are cracking up. And I warned her before he got on. I was like, "Mom, I was like, he talks a lot of trash." I said, "But he don't really mean it, and mm-hmm. he's so sweet and he's funny." And so somehow she forgot in mm-hmm. her mind. And of yeah. course, he came on stage and he was having fun. And of course, he, he's like, "You, you're laughing too loud and you're having too much fun." <laughs> and then the lady right behind me, he's like, "Oh, you look like you ain't having no fun." <laughs> 
like, you don't know which one you want. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I just really enjoyed it. And I'm so thankful to be a supporter of yours and just seeing the work that you do. Like you are such a treat and such a gift. And I hope you know that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That means and a lot. I remember telling you that afterwards. I was like, you are so dang funny. Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't know if you know this or not. <laughs> and uh, I remember every time, every time someone has a, every, every compliment I've ever, I remember it. And I play it over my head. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. You should. And so I suggest anyone, you know, to go and see you live and check out all the things you're doing and book you for other stuff because you're and that's the thing. I only know a handful of people that can do this that are like you where you are just as funny in person mm -hmm. and on stage as you are on screen. I don't mm -hmm. know if you know that, too. That is not I was talking to Maddie Tremble about it too, and mm -hmm. he was like, "He's like, I know, I was shocked." He goes, "Cause you would think, okay, you're funny, then you could do this." I'm like, "Yeah, but it's not yeah. the same." Mm -hmm. And you can do both. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know if you knew that. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, I do now. <laughs> Cause you know we don't always see ourselves according to how right. other people see us, and so it's good when you can hear it from someone else's perspective mm -hmm. that's watching and that studies these things. Right. What's something that you're currently working on trying to make funny? Uh, right now I am, uh, I'm, you know, I'm working on this joke, uh, where, cause it was the NBA playoffs mm -hmm. and like everyone's, um, everyone's like really so amped up. Like I, yes. I, I was watching these games and I'm like, yeah, people are like punching holes in walls and like flipping tables and like, child, you'd be thinking that they're like, I don't know if it's money that they, they're spent on it or what, but it's uh, too much. It's, and, uh, and it's so funny. <laughs> I was just like, these we're getting so amped up about yeah. these people and like they're athletes. This is their, they're just doing their job. Yes. That's literally their job. They're yes. literally, they, they pay taxes yes. on this. Like yeah, that's yeah. what they're doing. Yeah. And I was, I'm, I'm trying to figure out this joke where it's like, how, how, how crazy it would be if people were that passionate about sports, like yeah. those jobs as they are for like our jobs. Yes. You know what I mean? Where they're, like, <laughs> they're freaking out. They're like, well, you know, yeah. you gotta, you gotta fill out that Excel sheet by EOD or we're screwed. <laughs> You're trash. Someone just yelling, you're trash yeah. at you while you're just yeah. trying try to make a copy. I'm just, you're just filling out like HTML and they're like, yeah. you're trash. <laughs> Should have spent that extra year in college. <laughs> Silly. Yeah. People are betting on it. People are losing money. It's I know. Like, it's, I It'd be life or death with them. I was watching mm -hmm. one video and the man was literally like tears were rolling down his eyes. Oh. And he has had on like one of those helmets or whatever. Not a helmet, but like. Right. I don't know what you call it, but it's the merch where they put on their head and stuff. And it has like the, um, oh my gosh, what is it? Mascot. Right, and right, so, right. Uh -huh. And he's literally just like tears rolling uh -huh. down. He goes, we're going to get him next. He, and I'm like, yeah. I hope you have this same passion right. for yourself and your loved ones. Yeah. Oh, it's so funny where people are like, or like someone will have like a, a game yeah. losing play. Yeah. And they lose the game and then you're just like full blown depression. I know. And then the player that lost the play yeah. is in, yeah. you know, Barbados. Yeah. Like chilling. Like yes. they don't care. Yeah. So, okay. Well, I didn't do my job well this time. <laughs> oh, well, I still get paid, you know, yeah. $15 million. Yeah. If you don't, yeah. If you mess up your job, yeah, you still have to go. You know, it's it's different. It's, it's you still have to come back and do it. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. So that's gonna be funny to see. I can't wait to see how that comes about. Mm -hmm. All right. So it's time for our first song break. Here is Kevin Quinn with Wildfire. Keep listening to Laugh About It with Sade Champagne on KJBU ninety nine three FM. I'm searching for answers. Oh, 
Listening to Laugh About it with Sade Champagne on KJBU 99.3 FM. You're listening to episode 26, and we have the delightful and hilarious Ralph Guerra live in the studio with us. <laughs> if you I want- was hoping I was getting air horns. That's <laughs> I was just me by myself. If you want to be a sponsor for my Laugh About It radio show or donate to any of the work I'm doing, please reach out via email or on my social media. So before we go into a game with Ralph, we have some comedy event announcements. So first up, Paul, Alaya, and Lowkey Comedy, their upcoming shows. Make sure you go and check them out. You all know Lowkey Comedy is hands down my favorite live comedy series. I have a lot of comedy series that I love, but they are my all-time favorite. And they helped me through a lot during the pandemic and even before that. So go and check out P-A-U-L-E-L-I-A 
comedy. So Paul Elia comedy. I'm attending his July 10th show at the comedy store. He's headlining all my times of seeing him and Matt perform live. This is my first time being able to go to a headlining show of Paul's and I'm really excited. Also check out Malika Jewels, one woman show 90s hip hop raised me at the Hollywood Fringe this Saturday, July 1st. I just found out about the Hollywood Fringe Festival mm -hmm. and that was so fun. I saw my friend Leanne Tooker's show there, mm -hmm. yeah. TV know, Land, Leanne. and they ended up winning an award for that and got extended for a couple oh, more cool. um, dates and so I was like, man, there's so much fun stuff. Oh, awesome. That's it's happening good to know she's I... doing well. I, have, I haven't seen yeah. her in a minute, so yeah. I'm glad she's doing well. Yeah, and it's so great because, you know, she got she's like a, a soul sister, so she got some flavor yeah, in there. Yeah, so, so she was the only white girl in the yeah. production, and then there was one white guy that was in it, and they were all hilarious, and I yeah. really loved it. So it was just such a creative and fun idea. And then so um, also shout out to Morgan J for his new comedy special on YouTube, Live at the Village. And y'all know, anytime I mention Morgan J, it's recommended for ages 17 plus. Okay, oh, so just yeah, that's, a good dis that's a good disclaimer. Age is 17 plus. And then also Love Across the Galaxy Tour. His Love Across the Galaxy Tour is this fall. Get tickets at MorganJ.com. Once again, I'm pretty sure with these clubs, it's going to be either 18 and over or 21 and over. I'm going to his show September 26th in L.A. So if you want to join me, I want to get a group of people together from Ventura County and Santa Barbara County. Let's go. It's going to be fun. Also tonight, and we got two great comedy shows happening tonight because you got one too. Mm -hmm. And yep. so um, one of them, and we'll talk to you about yours in the What's Next segment, Ralph. So Wednesday, June 28th, that's tonight. Max Meals and Let Loose Comedy at the Grape in Ventura. Chris Williams, Mac Beats, and more. Tickets on Eventbrite. Use code LAUGHWITHSHADE for a discount. And also one of my favorite YouTubers slash comedians, creatives, Calvin Michaels. Check out his comedically hard-headed podcast at calvinmichaels.com. And as soon as he next time he comes back to Southern California and he's here in L.A., I'm bringing him on the show. We're going to have a great time. And then check out Matt Rife's new comedy special on YouTube, Matthew Stephen Rife. Subscribe to his YouTube channel. Yesterday I checked his uh, comedy special was over 12 million. Man, he doesn't need any help. <laughs> yeah, <but that's, laughs> No, I know. That's my fan band. Yeah, man, Matt. Gosh, I always thought I was a handsome guy until I did a show with Matt. <laughs> And this this fool standing stood right next to me and took a photo. I was like, "You really gonna stand next to me, bro? You really gonna do that to me?" My goodness! I know it's so funny, but people don't realize he grew into that, you know, because yeah, he all true. went through, you know, which we all do. We go through yeah. that uh, phase of like that growth spurt, yeah. and so he was always a cute kid. And I then think so too. He was always a cute kid, and yeah. then he's just like, well, uh, "Excuse me." <laughs> Is that is that is that a uh, model from uh, Amber Crombie and Fitch? You have to go back to work. You can't just be walking around with a shirt on. And people be backstage and they'd be like, "That ain't fair. He could be funny and look like that, <laughs> and oh, yeah. nice." Like, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. He's super nice too. Yes. And then also my girl Mandy Martino. Check out her comedy podcast, Misery Loves Mandy, on YouTube. I've been watching her episode with Jamie Kennedy, who I love as well. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I want to reach out to him and have him be on the show because I've seen him live multiple times and yeah. a huge support. She does good impressions too. Oh my gosh, she ain't got no sense. <laughs> I'm just like, I need to. Obviously, yeah. I want to book shows for everyone to enjoy, mm -hmm. but some people be too hard to please sometimes. And so when I can afford to, I'm mm -hmm. just gonna book all y'all to do a private show for me, mm -hmm. and I just, me and my loved ones will be laughing. And you realize fun. that's the biggest compliment you can get if a black woman goes, <laughs> "You ain't got no sense." <laughs> the best compliment you can get. And you know how to post yeah. that in the story. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Cause you ain't got no you sense. You ain't got no sense. <laughs> I knew he was going like to stand too. Growing up, she would be uh, uh, like <laughs> Latinas would be like, stupid. <laughs> Latinas would be stupid. And black girls would be dumb. Yeah. <laughs> you dumb. You are so dumb. 
my goodness, that was spot on. <laughs> and it was funny because Matt would always tell me, he goes, he's like, I wish you could be at all my shows. He goes, yeah. bring your mom too. He said, he's like, man, he goes, because you know, vanilla people. And I'm yeah. like, like he ain't vanilla. He's like, yeah. he's like, we do not be having fun and laughing. Yeah. He's like, but you, you guys be getting down. He's yeah, like, he's like French vanilla. Yeah. He's got a little extra. <laughs> exactly. Little extra. <laughs> so Ralph, we are going to play Say What, mm -hmm. where we ask you rapid fire questions and okay. you have to answer with the first thing that comes to mind. Oh my gosh. All right. It's time for our Say What segment. <laughs> Say what? <laughs> oh, hey, Morgan. Yeah, shout out to Morgan J. And when he was on the show last week, he was like, no, he goes, you got to have an intro and an outro for that. He goes, say it again. And then pulled out his guitar. Yeah. And then boom, boom, boom. He goes, you don't, you don't have to use it. But just, I was like, no, we're going to yeah. use it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, you ready? Yep. Favorite comedian? Mike Berbiglia. What's the best live comedy show you've ever attended? Yeah, that would be a uh, Don't Tell show in San Diego. Ooh, I've been hearing a lot about Don't Tell. My yeah. mom went to him and said she loved it, so I need to check them yeah. out. When was the last time you laughed really hard? Um, two nights ago, mm -hmm. I was uh, I was high on edibles. <laughs> Everyone, we are not suggesting that. We are not. Do not. And they were. It, it, it was just. It was just regular cookies, anyway. But I, I was. It was. I was implicating that there were there were special ones. Best compliment you've ever received from a fan or audience member. You, fifteen minutes ago. <laughs> and I mean every word. What do you love most about being a comedian? Um, just making people's days better. Yeah. Yeah. What's the hardest thing about being a comedian? Uh. Being alone on the road. Mm -hmm. Favorite joke of yours? Of my my own joke? Yes. Oh, man, I gotta probably say my my uncle Saul joke. Mm. I think that's my favorite. Favorite type of comedy to perform? Because you know you do skits, you do an impressions, stand up. Right. Um. Honestly, I love a good skit. I love yeah. a good skit with your friends. Yeah. That's like really that's very fulfilling. Yeah. What brings you joy? Uh. Uh, the smell of sunblock. <laughs> Who or what inspires you? My mother. Uh, mm. It's just such a just just a uh, such a pure heart. Yeah. It just it just makes me just mm. you know. Yeah. Favorite comedy movie. Dumb and Dumber. Oh yes, funniest joke you've ever heard. Oh man, uh, that would be uh, Baron Vaughn's army joke. Um, mm -hmm. This is like f maybe 15, 16 years ago on YouTube if you could find uh, it. See, the fact that you can still remember it, that's yeah. how you know. Mm -hmm. Favorite place you've performed live so far? Uh, ooh, uh, gosh. You know, I'm Westside Comedy Theater is my favorite spot. Mm -hmm. That's the best. I love that place. Most famous person you've met or worked with so far? Um, that would be... Probably one of the Wayne's brothers. Mm, love yeah. them. Yeah. Yes, love them. Where's a place you dream of performing? It could be a location, a venue. Oh man, probably anyway. the probably the Hollywood Bowl. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. That'd goodness. be fun. So you have just survived. You just survived. Say what? Say what? That's literally, <laughs> I was just like, please just don't get canceled. Don't get canceled. Don't get canceled. <laughs> you will not. All right. It's time for what's next. Please tell us what you're currently working on, what you have coming up. Share anything you like to promote from past, present, or future. Also, okay, I have to just note how you just literally, I did oh. not know that was your phone. Do you know how hard is dating with an Android uh. <laughs> that, that flips? Yeah. 
<laughs> people are like, you have a flip phone? No, I was thinking that it was cool. Yeah, I uh, I have. Well, I like it because if I ever want to record my set, I just like set it down. Oh. And then it, it records like that, so wow. I don't need a tripod. We grew up during the I'm a little few, couple years older phones. than you, but we do up during the age of flip phones. Oh, yeah. My favorite is just to hang up on people. <laughs> I miss that. I get that. You're like, uh, bye, Janet. <laughs> Talk to the razor. Because I ain't listening anymore. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I'll, tonight I'll be uh, at uh, Comedy in the Alley at Lucas Sellers Wine in Moore Ooh, Park, California. Okay. Uh, then, uh, this Saturday I will be at Wino Vino, mm -hmm. uh, in LA, uh, two shows, okay. seven and nine. Cool. Uh, July 8th, I will be Playa del Rey on the beach. Mm. Um, and if you, uh, if you want any tickets, uh, just reach out to me on my social media, mm -hmm. uh, save Ralph Guerra. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm sure Sheldon will put that, uh, yes. in, the, in whatever. And, uh, yeah, um, Catch my don't tell set. Uh, it's on my uh, it's on my Instagram. My full don't tell set. Uh, Ooh. Usually linked to uh, YouTube and everything. So yeah, that's a lot of fun. And uh, and yeah, yeah. What are some of the things that you're working on and that you're excited about that's coming up? Uh, Whether it be any sets that you're working right. on, shows, skits, anything. Yeah, honestly, I'm just <clears throat> I'm I'm starting to put my silly impressions in like yes. almost like a, a, mm, a grid mm, where mm. I'm going to be like, okay, yeah. that's a funny voice. That's a, okay. I'm, I'm starting to, 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 yeah. to start to schedule it out of my brain and be like, okay, this will be fun. And just kind of having more fun with it. Good. Yeah. I'm glad to see that because, you know, you got so many different skills and talents in what you do. And even I'm seeing more of that, mm -hmm. you know, and I think it's great to be able to share that. Yep. Oh. Yeah, I got some. I think I think so many comedians were were so like we're perfectionists, or yeah. unless it's perfect, but you just got to put it out there. Yes, exactly. That's one of the things I'm learning too. And of course, we want to continue to learn and grow in our skill set, but we can appreciate where we are at this time too, mm -hmm. and being able to share that and what other people receive from it. Right. Because you are you are an, like a, a positive Instagram quote, wish to life. <laughs> Like you're so positive. It's so yeah. awesome. Thank you. Well, it's funny because a lot of people that are supporters of mine, they know that that's not how my story began. Right. And so because people automatically assume when you're a positive, right. joyful person that, oh, you had the easiest life. Right. And right. it's always been like that. And they don't right. realize oftentimes we done been through hell yeah. <laughs> and back yeah. and then scrubbed down mm -hmm. again. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and then you'd be like, I'm just happy yeah. to be here. And it's, it's not that bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? And mm -hmm. so I love being able to share that with others as opposed to thinking that joy just comes from you know only circumstances right, right 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 so i love that and we're going to take another song break before we wrap up with our last couple of segments this is one of my all-time favorite songs it's michelle williams with believe in me keep listening to laugh about it with sade champagne on 99.3 fm They wanted me to be 
Welcome back to Laugh About It with Sade Champagne radio show on KJBU 99.3 FM in Oxnard. We are still here with our fantastic and entertaining, hilarious special guest, Ralph Guerra. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to send that to him so he can just play it for himself when he wakes up. Yeah, whenever I'm crying. (laughs) Because people would not be surprised to know this about me, but I am one of those people where typically I jump out of bed each day and I have the music ready to go. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. Now I'm not waking up at 6 a.m. 7 a.m. kind of you know a creative entrepreneurial person forget that unless if I have to it's like no what's your ideal time to wake up 930 okay yeah yeah and the people be shocked because they're like they assume like if you're positive go-getter that you're just like the crack of dawn I'm like no right I want to go in my bed and I want to be comfortable there yeah Yeah, I like (laughs) what about I like 859 (laughs) (laughs) just like see I woke up at 8 And then, but I also stay up later too. And one of my best friends, yeah. she's like, longest best friend, she's like, oh my gosh, you would be so great. She goes, imagine if you woke up when the sun came up. And I said, girl, <laughs> if you were anybody trying to wake me up and anything about some money mm-hmm. and because yeah. somebody needs help, yeah, exactly. I'm going to throw my pillow at you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I do not want to be up there. Oh my gosh. Some of these East Coast flights where you're waking up at yes. 3 a.m. to yes. catch a 5 a.m. flight, you're just like, yes. Oh my that, gosh. Okay, then that's another reason why I would. But it's only because, of course, it makes your trip longer and it's easier when you're already in town mm-hmm. yeah. so mm-hmm. it's time for our did you know segment this is where we share some comedy histories or facts so this is via guinnessworldrecords.com mm-hmm. do you know what the highest grossing comedy film at the global box office is is it delirious it is the minions oh really yes the minions oh wow and it grossed 1.15 billion dollars wow. and this was in december 22nd 2021 so the minions is the highest grossing comedy of all time at the global box office having taken 1.1 billion dollars as of december 21st to december 2021 according to the numbers the movie made stars of the diminutive yellow henchmen who made their screen debut in despicable me mm-hmm. which was in 2010 and is the third installment in the despicable me franchise this makes minions the 23rd highest grossing film of all time wow. as of the same date the previous holder of this record funny enough was the hangover part two really it remains and that still remains the highest grossing live action comedy film at the global box office wow yeah So that was really cool. Yesterday we were sharing about how the comedian that had the most comedy shows performed in one year and that record still hasn't been beaten. I think it was 309 shows in one year. Uh, So let's see. We're going to put it back. You know, that's funny because it's like I remember uh, Quincy Jones. Yeah. He had uh, he performed every night in a year, but he never like he didn't get like any records or anything. Yeah. Like he, I'm sure he's over 376. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 But this is for comedy shows. So that many comedy shows in a year. So this one, because I, I didn't base it just on like how many concerts someone performed, like but actual comedy shows. Right. Right. So what is his name? Let's see. And he's from another country. So. Wow. It is um, the most comedy shows performed in one year is 309. And it was achieved by Sammy Hedberg in Finland at venues across Finland, culminating on December 11, 2015. We got to break it. We got to bring that record back to bring that back, back to the States. <laughs> You're so silly. So our final segment is It's All Good, where we share a good news story that is happening. I feel like I'm at the mall trying on dresses. (laughs) 
We all need more good news, positivity, and optimism. We are often only hearing about the negative and bad things happening, but there are also great things happening too. There are good things to celebrate. We are also now accepting audio messages from you sharing your good news and positive stories. And you'll also receive a gift from our show. We have t-shirts and pens and notebooks from Michelle Malazaki. Phil Medina left us some stickers and some cup holders and also cups so we'll get you gifts from the show and so you just submit your story by emailing me at sadechampagnemusic at gmail.com or messaging me on social media so we have one short audio story that was sent in and a good news network story and shout out to mandisa for her song good news for the intro and outro of this segment all right so let's listen to felicia's good news story hello everyone i'm felicia echerbo carrillo gospel r&b singer from ventura county First, I want to thank Sade for inviting me to share today on her show. This past Saturday was such an uplifting experience. I was able to sing and celebrate Juneteenth with so many wonderful, beautiful people. It actually been a while since I had performed since the birth of my daughter, and I'm so glad and thankful I was able to do so for such an amazing event. Singing has always been my passion, and people are also a big passion of mine. I love people and being able to touch others with my voice and gift that God has given me is so special to me. This weekend, I had the pleasure of doing just that. Getting such a great response from the crowd made me even more excited to share my gift. Thank you again to everyone who went out of their way to introduce themselves to me and share with me how my performance may have impacted them. I've been singing since such a young age and music has always been an outlet for me. Through low times and the highest moments, it's always been there. I used to be very shy and nervous sharing my gift, but with the help from God and my mentor, Sade, I have blossomed over the years, and I found the true reason God has given me this blessing, to use my voice to share the love of God and to touch others in the process. If you'd like to know more about me or reach out, you can find me on Instagram under Felicia Sangs. That's F-E-L-I-C-I-A-S-A-N-G-S. Thank you again to the beautiful Sade Champagne for your support and friendship. Congratulations, Felicia. Thank you for sharing that story. I remember she would literally be on stage mm -hmm. and times I invite her to perform and she would laugh so much from nervousness. Oh, wow. And she could barely make it through the song. Oof, good for her. I know. And so to see her now, and she's a blue-eyed soul too. Yeah. And so she got up there and she sang like um, some Alicia Keys and other songs. Oh, and wow. people were literally were like, oh, this girl can sing. And she, she can't can sing. <laughs> And you know, that's a great she compliment when somebody can hear that, when they don't yeah. put the I-N-G, but yep. the S-A-N-G. Mm -hmm. And so that was such a great story. And then, so we now we have a quick story from the Good News Network. Did you know you could sign up to the goodnewsnetwork.org and they send positive stories that are happening around the country and the world oh, to your so inbox. Nice. And so you can see all the great things that are happening in people's lives. And it's reminded that there's good things that are oh happening. Oh my gosh. Can we have that like on, on a channel? <laughs> Can, I know. Just so I can stop watching the news now <laughs> yes. and watch some good news. Exactly. So this story is from Miracle Monday. Father is reunited with his son after years of homelessness. So this is via the Good News Network from just this week, June 26, 2023. Miracle Messages worked its magic again this year when the nonprofit helped reunite a father and his son who had been separated for over 10 years. The exciting reconnection happened after Eddie Thomas III, who has struggled with housing insecurity for a decade, reached out for help. He spent years longing to reunite with his son, Shay, but then he heard about the volunteers and team at Miracle Messages. They specialize in reuniting families dealing with the added burden of homelessness. Eddie wrote a note that he desperately wanted to be delivered 
delivered to his Shay. I love you to death and I have been trying to get in contact with you for years, Eddie. In an effort to bring the two together, volunteer Lindsay Pfeiffer took on Eddie's case and after some days of persistence, she was able to locate Shay and inform him that his father had been actively looking for him. Shay was awestruck. For the entirety of his adult life, he had been searching for his father. The pair had been separated since Shay's high school graduation. With each passing year, the young man felt the reality of any reunion with his dad slipping away. Serendipitously, through what felt like magic, Shay found out that in all the years he spent looking for Eddie, Eddie had been searching for him. The two were reconnected and given a second chance at their relationship, and Shay was beyond grateful to end the years spent apart. After learning about his father's whereabouts, he felt like he was on Oprah because the experience felt too miraculous to be real. Through Lindsay's coordination, the two finally met in person. Eddie not only found his son, but discovered he has a beautiful granddaughter as well. Now they're catching up on all the time they missed. The pair continue to maintain their relationship and are a testament to the indispensable role Miracle Messages has in bringing people together. That's nice. Oh my goodness. That's That's just such a great feel good story. Mm -hmm. And then hearing Felicia's good news. I'm telling you, this is what we're all about. If you got it, share it. If you need it, receive it. Come on, tell everyone that it's all about good news. So much pain in the world, dark in the world. So good news, a little light in the world. So come on, tell me your good news. I love that. And it's funny because. You know, before the pandemic, I dealt with so much in my life and people being like, oh, my gosh, you're so fake. You're so positive and joyful. Uh, It's Mm -hmm. too much. You need to balance it out with some reality and negativity. And some people not even knowing your story when they say this. And then, of course, then when the pandemic happened, you better believe my phone and social media was blown. Oh, yeah. And it was like, Shade, please. Just talk to me. Please talk to me. (laughs) Can I hear some good news? Can I hear some positivity? Because I'm just feeling Mm -hmm. I'm over it. I'm at the end. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, you know what? Keep being your authentic self. And Mm -hmm. you said that earlier about the importance of being true to you. Mm -hmm. So we want to thank you, everyone, so much for tuning in to episode 26 of Laugh About It with Sade Champagne on KJBU 99.3 FM. Thank you to our very special, awesome guest, (laughs) Ralph Guerra. Please follow him on IG at Save Ralph Guerra. (laughs) And that's spelled S-A-V-E. R-A-L-P-H-G-U-E-R-R-A and you can book him there as well. I'll be posting his upcoming shows on my stories so stay updated there. Go and watch his new skit. That's how I posted that in my stories and I love using my platforms, energy and gifts and talents to not only support others but make a positive impact in my community and around the world and you can see my upcoming live and virtual schedule there and it's also posted on my other social medias and you can book me there or via an email. Join us tomorrow which is our last new episode of this week at this Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time right here on 99.3 FM for this brand new special episode with our celebrity guest, professional stand-up comedian and actor Richard Villa. And he's stopping by before his show at the Levity Live this Friday. So we're excited to have him and so thankful for his support. So I'm Shadi Champagne and thanks for listening to my new radio show. Laughter and a joyful heart are like good medicine. Welcome to my brand new show. A new kind of comedy. so much to live for, laugh about it, laugh about it, with shiny champagne, there is so much more in store, we have so much to live for, laugh about it, laugh about it, with shiny champagne, there is so much more in store, we have so much to live for, laugh about it, laugh about it, with shiny champagne, there is
with shiny champagne. Joy is our superpower, always takes us higher when life is feeling low. We will blossom like a flower, fill our mouths with laughter, gives us strength to glow. Special guest comedians, funny stories, segments too. We want to know what makes you laugh, what brings you joy when you are blue. Thank you for tuning in. Tell your family, tell a friend. Laughter is a gift for all, so share your smile and let's stand tall. Laugh about it, laugh about it. <laughs> With shoddy champagne, laugh about it, laugh about it. With shoddy champagne, there is so much more in store. We have so much to live for. Laugh about it, laugh about it. With shoddy champagne.